We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet is now live in all these states, and the excitement of Win Las Vegas has finally landed in online sports betting and casino play. From boosted parlays to live in-game offs on every major sport, WinBet gives you the tools to win. Sign up today for your risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com to start winning. What's up, Nets fans? Welcome to Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Fay. With me, as always, Jack Manuel. Jack, we got some big news today. How are we feeling? Welcome back. Welcome back. We got the news that Kyrie Irving will be rejoining the Nets on a part-time basis, playing in road games. Obviously, there's some COVID test hurdles he needs to jump over before that happens. But as always, you can find the buzz on all streaming platforms. But Jack, what was your reaction when you saw this news? I was elated, Nick. You know, I know that we sort of spoke a little bit. It comes with, you know, certain complications or whatever. But, you know, Joe Sy, you know, allowing this to happen. I think that ultimately this is a, a KD decision. But my immediate emotion was like, fuck yeah, we get to watch Kyrie Irving play basketball again. That was just my immediate thought. And, and yes, obviously there's all the, you know, testing and the vaccination stuff that comes with that. But in my heart of hearts, I was just like, damn. I get to watch one of the most artistic, gorgeous basketball players step foot on the hardwood again and help out KD and help out the team, you know, win a few more games uh, and ho- hopefully ease the load for, for KD and some of the other guys. And to me, Nick, I was just I was just excited. Um, it was obviously, you know, it's mixed and, and whatever, but yeah, excited overall. Yeah, I would say I was still like somewhat shocked in the sense of like, we got the news that they're optimistic that he'd be rejoining the team, but like there wasn't really much like contacts to that or like anything where you're like, oh wow, he's gonna come back at this time. And then like we get this news. And like you said, it's mixed feelings because ideally you want Kyrie to get vaccinated. But again, like the team desperately needs some help. KD is carrying the load. He's playing an excessive amount of minutes right now. So I think for me, like initially I'm just like I'm happy KD gets to take a little bit of a break. I was definitely starting to get concerned with the injury possibility with just all the workload he was carrying. And like you said, 
Kyrie Irving is one of the most enjoyable basketball players to watch. Like he's just a guy that is so good at creating highlight plays and just really exciting you. And obviously the team needs his skill set right now. There's areas that are weaknesses, one being ball handling, playmaking, and getting to the rim and applying rim pressure. And Kyrie can help in all those areas. So I think from the basketball perspective on the court, extremely exciting. Obviously, from the organizational perspective and the vaccine stuff, you hope he gets vaccinated. But ideally, I think him playing with his team on the road and you know enjoying these moments is going to lead to him down the line likely getting vaccinated before the postseason. Nick, what does this mean for Shaq Harrison and Lennox and Galloway minutes? No. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're uh, still going to play a couple days because I don't think we're going to see Kyrie for at least a week. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more. Yeah, look, there's a part of me that thinks he's coming back on Christmas Day. Uh, I And funnily enough, when me, you and Matt, you know, we heard the news around, you know, the, the Nets not allowing him to, to play and, and be with the team. You know, we made our predictions really return. And I think Matt was like January. I think you might have said January as well. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go Christmas Day because I think Kai might be that dude. If he comes back on Christmas Day, you better believe that I'm just throwing the receipts of the time. I'm finding <laughs> that clip and reposting in every single social media platform. But as you mentioned, Nick, Adrian Wojnarowski uh, tweeted out, Kyrie Irving has to test negative on five successive days before he can rejoin the team. So right now in the United States, it is the 17th, Friday the 17th of December. You go to the 22nd and you work it out from there. There are a couple of days in between. Um, obviously, he'll have to test quite frequently, which is fine. I think it's a um, totally, you know, all the circumstances surrounding it. Obviously, given the, the crazy furor that's come, currently happening with the health and safety protocols around the Nets and the NBA in general, it is somewhat conflicting timing, but in terms of as long as Kyrie follows these protocols, the Nets will pr probably be quite stringent in that as well. Um, he's just going to go out there and hoop uh, and five consecutive days. So I'm not sure. I don't have the schedule one in front of me right now, but what next would game be is the 23rd? And who are the it's Nets on the road against Portland? So there's a possibility we could see Dane versus Kyrie, you know, which is always a, a really fun matchup to see. And obviously the Lakers on Christmas Day, and then the Clippers uh, at LA at, at, at the, what, the crypto stadium, whatever the freak it's called, um, as well. So there's a, a couple of games that we could get in for, and the Nets are in a really good spot in terms of their record right now. KD's playing incredible basketball. We sort of... We, uh, did this happen Before fast? I move forward, Jack, I think uh, another thing would be just a couple notes. Uh, one, I think he probably could have started testing today, saying that he began the process. I would assume he got a COVID test today, so possibly by the 21st he could be done. But also we got a, a news update from either Woj or Sham saying that the Nets haven't seen him play, so they're kind of unsure of the ramp up, like how far is he along in terms of his conditioning. And then you have to remember, too, is like, when does the flight leave from Portland? Is he going to be able to get on that flight and, you know, or is he going to meet the team later on? Or is it going to be another stretch of game? So, and also we know the Nets are extremely conservative. This is a guy who hasn't played basketball since the Milwaukee Bucks series in game three. So obviously I think they're not going to rush him coming back. I think coming back in January, January is more likely. Obviously, ideally, you'd love to see him in Christmas, like you said, against the Lakers and all that or against Dame. But I just think the Nets are going to be more conservative with their approach, especially because he hasn't played in so long. Unless, you know, the guy has been just grinding super hard by himself, you know, off the court away from the Nets, which isn't out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, Nick, you think Sean Marks is following Kyrie Irving's Instagram? He's putting the <laughs> shoes on. So that's got to be something. Step and one, look, right? sent a few YouTube videos. He's looking trim. You know, that old vegan diet, the Beyond Meat, you know, sponsors going crazy. I honestly think that Kyrie could step in and just hoop. You know, I think that 
you know, give him 25 minutes or whatever, you know, split the sort of Cam Thomas and, and Patty Mills minutes a little bit, and it's just going to be like, bang, you know, Kyrie Irving like he never left. And I think his conditioning looks good. You know, he had the boxing gloves on, Nick, and, you know, boxing's good for my cardio. Yeah. Obviously, basketball reps are, are incredibly different, but I'm sticking with my guns. I'm going to go <laughs> Christmas Day. I think he's a, he's a big-time player, big-game player. I want him to call out LeBron for his free-throw shooting again. I want him to make look silly and fake him to, to the nether regions of the of the underworld. Now, I want to see some fun on Christmas Day because you know, there's not a lot to look forward to right now, Nick, with, with everything that's been happening around the Nets as well as all other teams around the NBA. But, Nick, are you surprised by the timing of this is a question that I was going to ask you because we got the little murmurings. We got a little bit of a shams bomb who we probably thought that probably came from KD or, or at least a player. Sham seems to be... The player sort of guy, Woj seems to be the organization GM yeah. sort of guy. So everything that you're seeing from from Adrian Wojnarowski in his reporting is likely a, a mouthpiece either via Joe Sy and or Sean Marks. A lot of shams and stuff might be Kyrie, KD, or some other people, other players around the Nets organization. The timing is it quicker than you thought? Is it you know about the sort of thing where it's just like, damn, uh, this is what I expected, but it's still a, a bit of a shock. Yeah, I think it's probably quicker than I thought. But then if you look at the recent events of what has happened to the Nets with the health and safety protocol and all these guys being unavailable and having to depend on Kevin Durant for such a large you know, chunk of minutes and workload and production, I think in a sense, you know, you look at it from an organization. No, you probably didn't want to do this. You probably didn't want to let Kyrie come back and play part-time games. But for the best interest probably of players on your team and in the best interest of Kevin Durant, you want to let him get back on the court just because like, hey, we do not want to see KD get injured because that that's what really ends the season, ends your opportunity to win a championship. So I think just from that perspective, that's where you look at it and you're like, damn, like, yeah, this this makes sense for that. Obviously, the other end of the spectrum would be like, damn, look at all these COVID cases in the NBA and across even the NFL and NHL as well. It's kind of and even just the world in general. I think New York just set like an all time high with like 21,000 new cases today. So on that end of the spectrum, it is somewhat surprising, too. It's like, yeah, COVID is running rampant and now we're letting an unvaccinated player come back. I think it's going to be a big discussion point for a long time. I mean, there's so many unvaccinated players that we do know about in the NBA as well. I think the the Nets and Joe Sy have been pretty adamant and pretty vocal in their, you know, discourse around the the vaccine mandates and getting vaccinated and such. So, you know, this the whole narrative. I guess has a commercial to get vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. So, and we all, we see every single Yes Network broadcast. You know, the NYC mandates and yep. the the little mini commercials, little bit mini tidbits there. So, look, it's. It's conflicting somewhat, but I, I think just me, I'm just focusing on the positive, and I, I, that's just me by my nature. And you know, the Nets will be following all the protocols that are, are in place via the NBA and, and for, for Kyrie as well. So I think it's just a, a really exciting proposition for, for the team, as well as just people who are fans of basketball. You know, two things can be true. You can feel like, damn, uh, this is a little bit of a, it doesn't make me feel totally 100% in terms of you know, what's happening in the NBA and the world right now. But also, like, Kyrie Irving is coming back and playing basketball. Whether you are a Nets fan or an NBA fan, there are a few players that produce the artistry, the the wow moments that we get from Kyrie Irving. There is hours upon hours of highlights that you can watch on YouTube. Uh, and he does it probably, those are probably just like in one game, to be fair. Uh, but in all honesty, I can't wait for him to, whenever he does suit up, Nick, whether it's around, you know, that road trip that we're talking about in Portland, Los Angeles, or the Clips, or it happens to be, you know, closer to the new year or a bit after the new year. Whenever it does happen, 
hope Kyrie Irving's healthy, fit and, fire, fit and firing and ready to go. And there's a part of me that's just like, this could almost benefit Kyrie Irving in a way because he is an injury-prone player. He rarely plays, you know, we've spoken about in many a season preview that we have done on the Brooklyn Buzz. And the negatives that surround Kyrie Irving is that he just can't stay healthy. And look, the ankle injury was through no fault of his own. We got a bit angry. I know I certainly got a bit angry at Giannis Antetokounmpo for his carelessness on that play. But it, it seems to me, at least via whatever channels that we've been able to see in terms of social media, YouTube, all that sort of stuff, that Kai's looking good. He's wanting to hoop. Um, and I think that's a, a really positive sign. And um, I'm just buzzing for, for, for it to happen soon. Yeah, I think you nailed it, Jack. I think you can be happy about it and still be upset about like the off the court stuff. Like on the court, you're happy to see him play. Off the court, you know, the organization obviously folded to an extent and giving in to Kyrie and letting him play. Some of that's due to circumstances with injuries and COVID protocol and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, Kyrie's going to be back to being a net. And like I said before, hopefully this leads to him getting vaccinated down the line so he can play in home games because obviously the fans want to see him play at the Clays. They want to see him play in all the playoff games and stuff like that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f***ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. And my official prediction for when he comes back would probably be January 5th against the Pacers on the road. That'd be a bit of a letdown, not necessarily. I mean, look, this just, I look, just don't think he's going to join. Like, if he doesn't start the road trip, I just doubt he's going to join the road trip. You know, it just doesn't really make sense logistically. And then just from a perspective of kind of incorporating him back in. 
That, that's totally fair. And look, Corey Waldron will certainly be pretty hyped about that, but I'm, I'm not necessarily feeling the, the hype train as much as it would well, be the, for... The, the problem is is that they play the Blazers, the Lakers, the Clippers on the road, and then they have home games against the Sixers, the Clippers, and the Grizzlies, and they're not back on the road until January 5th. So if he doesn't start the, the West Coast Christmas road trip, it's hard to see him, like I said, rejoining the team and playing one of those games. I know no, that's disappointing. I I wish I could showcase your face right now because you look very upset with me. <laughs> it's funny. I think when I did the solo pod, um, I think people were saying like, yeah, we need Jack for this one. We don't need Nick, you know, <laughs> providing all these rationale and stuff. I'm like, Nick is just way smarter than me. And sometimes <laughs> I, I need to be brought down to earth and, and, and to level pegging. And I think that that is totally fair. I'm sticking with Christmas, Nick. You know me. Sometimes it'd be a great day for a lot of basketball fans. Oh God damn, would it ever? And, you know, it's either I'm either incredibly optimistic or incredibly pessimistic. I'm never somewhere in the middle. I need to get to <laughs> a sense of stability and, and stasis that you you give me whenever I'm on this buzz. But I guess in in talking about the basketball side of things quickly, Nick, because I know you got to see No Way Home, and I'm not going to let you be late for that movie, my friend. It, what what does Kyrie Irving provide to the rotation in terms of you know, his level of play and the, obviously all the guys being out with the COVID protocols, you know, he might return before some of those guys do. Yeah. What What do you see about him returning, I guess, in a playing sense? Yeah, this will be the biggest addition any team makes in the NBA this season by far. I don't think anyone else is going to pull off a superstar trade. Obviously, there's a possibility of Dame Lillard being traded, but honestly, the way he's playing right now, I think Kyrie's better than him obviously we haven't seen him play on the court but dames had a ton of struggles this year and obviously Kyrie could be rusty coming back but he provides the nets a lot i kind of touched on it before a little bit just the areas in which they struggle you know ball handlers uh playmaking uh rim pressure he's a guy that can break down anybody and score a basket and he can score a basket with a non-space lineup too because his ability to hit contested and tough shots is as good as anybody the only guy who's probably better at his own teammate kevin durant so just that alone is going to give this team such an offensive pop and i think their offensive groove was starting to come along but adding a player of his talent level that can literally score at every level anywhere on the floor and play multiple roles on the team we've seen it last year he could have the ball in his hands and score he can play off ball catch and shoot opportunities he can play alongside James Harden he can run the two-man game with Kevin Durant I mean there's so many options for this offense and it really just brings back scary hours like how do you stop this team with Kyrie Harden and Durant and then add Joe Harris and Patty Mills into the mix with offensive pop that's tough it's it's tough and <laughs> that's more than tough <laughs> I, I think I think a lot of you know pundits in general have said you know the Nets fully healthy they're nigh on unbeatable we've seen them in that iteration in very small doses you know last year in the playoffs and last year in the regular season for a little bit but look I thought you were going to mention you know the only guy that can do it better than Kyrie Irving is Cam Thomas but you know Katie's pretty good at it. Katie's pretty good at it as well so I think just having another guard having another healthy body and you know I don't need Kyrie Irving to play 35 minutes but I also think that he probably wants to and will and Steve Nash will allow him to do that but it's going to be, you know, I don't think he has any injury ailments. I'm sure the ankle is fully healed. You know, he's not like Kato, who's probably dealing with some bumps and niggles and a, a plenty of fatigue. Kyrie's going to be coming in fresh. Now, there's obviously elements of that where it's just like, okay, are uh, all the muscles engaged in a way that, you know, uh, when you're playing basketball, you know, you're injury prone to pulling a hamstring or a calf or, or any of those sort of things. He's got to make sure that... You know, we know the Nets love a ramp up. We know the Nets love a ramp up. And I'm sure that they're engaging in those conversations with Kai and his team. You know, right now, you know, he's obviously been working out in, in some of his new Kyrie 8s, which I've become a bit more of a fan of as, as of late. 
But yeah, I think just his pure presence is going to give the Nets so much and everything that you touched on and more. So I think that it's going to be pretty big. And ultimately, Nick, you know, this is this is a decision, and we've, we've spoken about this time and time again, that this organization revolves around the Slim Reaper, the GOAT himself, Kevin Durant. This is a decision that is appeasing our superstar, the guy that is going to be with us for the next four years and beyond, who knows. But he's getting his best friend back. We heard the little bits and pieces and the murmuring from Shams and, and other people on Nets Twitter. But Kevin Durant gets to play with Kyrie Irving now. I think that ultimately, Joe Sy and Sean, Sean Marks, it shouldn't be like, oh, they folded, oh, they've got no spine, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, this is the Nets are an organization that is incredibly player-centric. Sometimes people say to their own detriment. The Kyrie Irving decision at the start of the season, you know, went opposed that. You know, they, they stuck to their guns. Now it's like, okay, well, we sort of see what's happening here. And I don't necessarily think it's them, quote unquote, folding. I think that you're allowed to change your mind given new circumstances and new information. That's I what think their good hands got forced a little bit. A little bit. And that's what good and smart people do. When new information and new circumstances are presented to them, you change your line of thinking. If you don't, the rigidity that you have can leave you in some difficult and tricky places. So I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm sure Katie's happy about it. I'm sure the Nets are happy about it. They're all, all of the Nets locker room are, are massive fans of Kyrie Irving. And the fact that this is a, you know, a piece in KD is going to probably ruffle a few feathers in Nets media and probably the national media and beyond. But I understand where they're coming from. But I'm also, because I'm more a fan than a lot of those people, I can't help but feel like I get to see him play. I get to see one of my favorite players play. And hopefully by the time I get over to America at the end of the season and maybe the playoffs, Kyrie Irving's vaccinated and you know he's playing meaningful basketball for the Brooklyn Nets at home in front of his family. We know how special that's been for him, you know, over the years as well, Nick. Playing in front of his dad, playing in front of his sister, you know, Kevin Durant playing in front of his mum. You know, you can just see that the the joy that it gives them. The um, And I think that that is, like you mentioned earlier in the pod, that it's going to sway him to be able to go, look, if I'm Joe Sy and I'm sure Mark's I'm like, that's the biggest thing that I, the biggest determining factor, the biggest you know, sway point for Kyrie. It's just like, you get to play and, and ball out and, and dunk in front of your dad again. You can do it in front of your sister again. You can do it in front of your newborn baby if it comes, you know, we go down that route and, and his partner and stuff. So, look, I'm, I'm optimistic, Nick, and um, I'm, I'm in a bit, of a, a bit of a haze. I also saw No Way Home the other night, so I'm still recovering from that yeah. in a lot of circumstances. No spoilers. Don't worry. I'm not going to be that guy. But it's a, it's a, a crazy whirlwind Friday news dump. We don't normally get a dump this big. That's a weird thing to say. Yeah, uh, it really is. And I think, like you said, Jack, it ultimately, hopefully it leads to him getting vaccinated. And then also like some of the pushback from the media. All I say is just keep that same energy for the other stars that are unvaccinated. You know, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, guys like that, you know, make sure that's in line. And also, like you said, kind of getting back to the basketball stuff. And two, I was just thinking about this. It's like not only is Kyrie coming to this team, but you're removing lesser players from the rotation, at least on the road. And not to throw anybody under the bus, but like we do not have to see Javon Carter minutes anymore. You know, you don't have to see some of these like non-shooters on the floor. The Nets are going to be playing more of that style of basketball, at least on the road that we're used to seeing. And now there's just going to kind of be so many different options in which they can do. I think from just a basketball perspective, it's it's really exciting to see a player of this caliber back on the floor and also see like 
what can this offense do? Adding a player like Kyrie Irving, like I said, that can fill in so many different holes and so many different lineups and play so many different ways. Now you have the potential to play him alongside Joe Harris when he's back or play alongside, obviously, KD, Harden, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, Patty Mills, Cam Thomas. Then, obviously, you know, the potential of Kessler Edwards maybe getting the minutes and adding more spacing to this team. There's just a lot of different elements to be excited about. And I think this is more of the basketball excitement that we are anticipating to start the year. And like, it sucks. We're not going to see it at home for at least a foreseeable future, but at least on the road, there's going to be a different level of excitement for this team. Yeah. And look, I think it's the ultimately the right decision given what is currently happening around the net in terms of, you know, we heard Steve Nash say post game, you know, it's not healthy to be able to, to rely on Kevin Durant the way that we are right now. I've heard in, in a few different platforms that Joe Harris's return is imminent. You know, I've heard mid-early January, which is certainly a positive sign. He's obviously out of the boot. So just having healthy bodies is, especially right now in, in a COVID-ravaged season, you know, we heard Joel Embiid, I think, speak, speak pretty poignantly about the fact that, you know, the circumstances and the way the, the league is handling it right now is very different to what they did last year. So the change around that, Kyrie Irving is going to have a, a few hurdles to jump, but I'm sure he'll jump them and then some. So for me, it's it's exciting the, the fact that you add you know, we, we saw the, the dominance, the, the best playoff offense ever when we had our big three playing. Kevin Durant had, and the, the rookies have added 120 offensive rating the past three games then. Imagine what we can do with Kyrie Irving. Like, it's just going to go gangbusters. Imagine seeing Cam Tom, how Cam Thomas is going to be elated to play alongside one of his idols. You've got him providing, you know, we, we know how much Kyrie Irving loves to mentor the younger generation. You know, whether it's a David Duke Jr., whether it's a Kessler Edwards, whether it's a Cam Thomas, you know he's going to be getting some moves and probably Kyrie Irving's going to, you know, make Cam Thomas look silly in some of the one-on-ones like KD is, has of late. 15-5, it might be even more embarrassing when Kyrie Irving comes back to some of those road games and road practices. But, Nick, the possibilities, just the thinking about it, are, are really intriguing and really fun and to, to, to think of. So I think that, and also I totally agree with what you're saying about the fact that, look, there's plenty of other guys that are unvaccinated. And yes, you, you, you're throwing this energy towards Kyrie Irving in, in that fashion. And yes, that might be warranted, but you need to keep it equal or greater for a lot of other players that are in the exact same circumstances. You know, for, to a lesser extent, like a Justin Holiday who's been pretty adamant about not getting yeah. it. Um, he's up, hopefully, hopefully, you know, when the Nets go and verse the paces, you know, they don't come into contact with, with him in, in to a great extent. So it's it's a complicated issue, Nick, but despite the complications, I'm still, you know, I've probably used the word excited a lot, but I don't have my dictionary in front of me right now. It's a little bit early. It's a Saturday morning, so <laughs> my brain isn't totally focused normally. You know, I've got my teacher brain on and got the vocabulary, you know, firing, but it's exciting, exciting, exciting. And also, I think it's a business decision for Josiah. You know, I've seen a lot of tweets about this, and it makes sense. Like, at the end of the day, the Nets are a business. Having one of the biggest superstars play, like you're doing the money sign right there, it's going to bring more money in. The Nets are going to get more clout. It's just a guy who provides a lot of pop when he's on the court. And obviously, it gets the Nets in the headlines, which some people might hate. But at the end of the day, like it makes them more relevant because they're constantly being talked about. And for Joe Sy, that means more money, more hype, more money. And that's at the end of the day, he can say whatever he wants, but that's probably one of the, one of the reasons that led to this as well. No, definitely. It'll be interesting to see, you know, more reports as they come out, you know, we'll obviously be recapping the magic game. You know, come tomorrow and we'll be talking about it. If there's you know more from Shans, more from Woj, more from the players, I'm sure I'm intrigued to hear, 
you know, the, the players and the coaching staff speak yeah. about it because we heard only a matter of days ago Steve Nash say that the circumstances haven't changed. We heard Kevin Durant say, you know, and I think I said this, I don't know if it was to Hugo on the solo pod, him sort of say, you know, I've had conversations with him, but I want to keep those between us. They're private, all those sort of things. Clearly, those conversations have led to this return. So now that we have official news from two of the big news breakers in NBA media, now the Nets are going to have to talk about it. And it's going to be interesting to see how the, the questioning is and, and how they tackle that, what the message, what the, the the line of thinking is and how it's portrayed by the team and such. I'm sure that behind the scenes, the Nets PR team are like, okay, this is how we want to angle it to not get, you know, all the furor from, you know, random people and, and people who might be against this decision. But ultimately, you know, you can... It, two things can be right at the same time, Nick. You know, I think that that's yeah. hard for some people to ascertain and, and to, you know, actually think of and go and, and, and think in their minds. But two things can be true at the same time. You can be incredibly elated at the fact that we get to see Kyrie Irving play basketball, but you can also be like, well, I hope he gets vaccinated still at the same time. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it, Jack. Like you said, on the court, I think as a fan, you're looking at it and you want to see Kyrie Irving play basketball. Obviously, as a person and you know, seeing COVID firsthand and how it's impacted so many people across the world, you want to see him get vaccinated. And obviously, like we mentioned before, COVID is going crazy right now. And hopefully, you know, it leads to him getting vaccinated. And also, hopefully, he's safe throughout the season. I don't want to see him catch COVID or any other Nets end up in protocol because it's we have no idea the impact that it could have on you short term and long term so ultimately i hope the nets are safe in this situation too and we did Thank get you. one other quick news jack uh, obviously not as big as the Kyrie news but patty mills kevin durant getting some much needed rest tomorrow against the magic which is those guys you know they were they were hyped you, i think maybe you know kevin durant you know high-fiving patty mills after the Sixers game was just like fuck yeah we get a rest man we get a rest so Cam Thomas time, Kess time. Let's see those guys drop 30 apiece. Yeah, it should be really interesting how that game goes. Obviously, Patty and Kevin have earned this to the highest extent and carried this team over these last couple games. And it's going to be fun to see, you know, a young Nets team, very similar to a summer league group. And a lot of new faces are going to be incorporated tomorrow with some of the recent signings. So, Jack, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Look, let's just – Kai is back. It's, 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 it's happening. It's actually happening. And – you know, we thought that it would happen at certain points and different points in time. And, you know, we didn't think that a lot of people were like, is Kyrie actually going to come back? And and now it's here. Man, we, we're going to be covering it every little piece on the on the Brooklyn Buzz. Make sure you follow Nick. Make sure you follow me. And I'll throw a few memes out there like I already have. Don't follow Nick, you know, after tonight because he, he's already told me he's going to post all the sports. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Insane. You should see my mute list for Spider-Man right now. I have like every version of Spider-Man written out, even with like uh, spelling errors. I have, you know, MJ, Venom, like everybody on the possible list. I don't want to see any of those spoilers. But again, we'll be recapping tomorrow. Big thanks for everybody listening. Always a pleasure recording with you, Jack, and catch the buzz on all stream platforms. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.